0: What's up, everybody? We're here to go over UFC Vegas eighty seven Rosenstrug versus Gaziev uh but real quick, i'm gonna go over the results for uh u f c two ninety eight the betting results um finally finally had a pretty good card made some money uh these are my posted bets the ones I gave out ahead of time uh had a one unit play on Danny barlow that turned out to uh turned out pretty good man I was a little worried at first he i thought maybe he was gonna go out there and slow down a little bit when it was getting late into the fight but um, As soon as Josh Quinlan started chasing him down, really trying to get him out of there, I mean, he really just started countering really nice and just, I mean, put him away. That was crazy. Um, I did have a play on Justin Toffa, but the opponent got changed to Junior Taffa. So that one, that one didn't get, uh, I didn't re-bet that. Um, and I'm glad I didn't because Junior Toffa looked terrible. A, a glory kickboxer that can't take a leg kick. Uh, that was kind of shocking. So, uh, but then, uh, and then I had a play on uh, Ribeiro. It was just a $100 play. Uh, that one didn't hit. And then I had a two-fight parlay that was Nakamura and Lemos. That was a plus one hundred and five, and that was a half-unit play. Uh, so came out with some good profit there. I Really only lost a hundred bucks on on Riverio. And then I had uh, a three-fight parlay that hit. Um, I didn't post this one ahead of time. This is one that I just kind of threw together, you know, shortly before the fight started. Um, and uh, yeah, I mean it. It, it uh, was a three-fight parlay: Nakamura, Duvashvili, and Barlow. And uh, it cashed for $1,394. And then I had, I wanted to point this out because on this here, man, this is uh, some prop bets that I posted. Now I parlayed all these together. And um, so obviously this didn't hit because uh, I I had Riberio to win by knockout or DQ on here. Um, But usually I would bet all these separately. I was just kind of messing around. I've been trying to put props out there more because I know a lot of people bet props and, I think whenever I, if I ever get my Patreon, you know, started, I'll start, you know, doing all the prop stuff on there or whatever. Um, but if you look at this, you know, uh, Andrew Lee, Maravic to go, Maverick to go the distance, that would have hit. Um, versus Taporia not to go the distance, that would have hit. Barlow by knockout, TKO or DQ, uh, that was a plus 150, that would have hit. Um, Anthony Hernandez by submission or Roman Kopalov by TKO, that one would have hit as well. So I was only one away from, you know, all of these hitting, but, um, Either way, man, it was just a little something. I I didn't even really this is something I put together in like, you know, just a couple minutes just playing around. I only put twenty bucks on it, so it's not like I took a big loss. Um, but those are just some of the props that I would have attacked, you know, if I was, you know, prop betting, you know, really hard on this card. Um, and anything else that I need to pull up right now? I think that's it, man. And let's get over here to the to the card. Uh first off, please like and subscribe, guys. It would really help me out a lot. And thank you all for for watching and caring what I have to say. Um, if you're new to the channel, what I do is I go through and give out all the picks for my car for this card. And then I give out my bets at the end of the, end of the video. Um, if you're not interested in watching my, my videos, you just want to see my picks in my bets. You can go over to my social medias. Um, high kick underscore fight picks is TikTok and Instagram. And then there's a Facebook group, high kick fight picks on Facebook. Uh, pretty easy to find. I'll po- if I'll post the, uh, I'll post the link, man. Sometimes I forget. I mean to do it, post the link in the comments, um, and please feel free to post whatever you guys want in that group, man. Anything MMA-related, your bets, whatever. I mean, I, I want to see everybody's stuff. I don't want to just be me posting in there by myself all the time. So uh, what else, man? Anything else?
1: I think that's going to be it, and uh, let's get into this card. First up, we got Christian Luar Duncan taking
0: on Claudio Ribeiro. And Duncan is 28 years old. He's 6'2 with a 79 inch reach. He is 9 1 and 2 1 in the UFC. And he's a minus 220 favorite. Yeah, so the UFC man is a, you know, it seems like they're giving Duncan some easy matchups now because they want him, I think they want him to succeed. I think they're trying to build him up. Um, you know, I mean, Petrosian beat him. Uh, so then they have, you know, they gave him Tolulan, and Tolulan hasn't done well in the UFC. Everyone has beaten him. Uh, now they're giving him a guy who's been knocked out twice in the UFC. So either Duncan uh, and his team are, are really smart at picking their opponents or the UFC is really pushing Duncan and, and you know, wanting to build him up. Uh, Duncan has a lot of unorthodox striking that he does. And, you know, we saw in the Petrosian fight that, you know, against another kind of high level kickboxer, that stuff wasn't as effective. Um, you know, I and mean, I just kind of looked like in that fight anyway, I mean, I know it works for him sometimes, but, it, you know, it kind of looked ridiculous out there throwing all that stuff and, You know, none of it was landing, and he was just kind of tiring himself out, throwing all these big movements and stuff like that. Um, He likes to have a lot of space to throw all that crazy stuff, and and you could tell that he's still developing uh, the wrestling and the grappling part of his game. Um, When he takes the fight serious and throws more technical stuff, like, you know, good straight punches instead of a bunch of spinning attacks and stuff like that, you know, he can be very effective. He's got a very long reach. He's long, rangy. Um, He's going to have a two and a half inch reach or two inch reach advantage, sorry. And uh, he's great with his elbows in the clinch, up against the cage. Uh, he's the way better striker here, more technical and fast and explosive. Um, he switches stances back and forth a lot. Very good footwork, very creative. Uh, seven wins by knockout, one win by submission. And um, he had a very long amateur career as well, man. He went 17-6 and six as an amateur. Um, of course, you know, of course he beat the crap out of Tallulah, man. I, I just, and I think this is a good matchup for him too. Um, he has all the advantages here, you know, the striking um, as long as Ribeiro can't take him down, he should have success. Um, you know his with his wide variety of kicks and, and you know those are his best weapons, really. You know his 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 kicks, his question mark kicks, and stuff like that, and the way he sets up all of his strikes. And he's taken on Claudio Ribeiro. He is 31 years old, six one with a 77 inch reach. He is 11 and four and one and two in the UFC. And he's a plus 185 underdog. And uh, 11 wins by knockout. Every single one of his wins have been by knockout. Uh this guy hits hard, man. Lots of power, but you know, I think this is a bad matchup for him. Uh and his path to victory would be look for the takedowns, but he doesn't really fight that way. Um he at times will sit back and wait and look for the counters and and he can't really do that against Duncan. Duncan's got Duncan is too good, too accurate and too good at, at countering and and has to, so long of a reach that he's not going to be able to just sit back and wait on Duncan to leave an opening. Um he does better when he's pushing forward and throwing that power and that's my only suggestion really is that he could, you know, he could really just if he went out there and got in Duncan's face and, and didn't give him any space and and just kind of nonstop throwing unless he thinks unless he thinks he can get the takedowns, I would just say, you know, pressure Duncan and don't don't give him a chance to get anything off and just try to knock him out quickly. Um and if, if he doesn't do that, I don't really see him getting the win here. Uh, I'm gonna be taking Duncan to get the win by uh, by knockout round two. Next up we got Loik Razabov taking on Abdul Karim al Alsw- Sawadi, and uh Loik is 33 years old. He's 5'11 with a 69 inch reach. He is 175 and, one, and 1 and 1 in the UFC and uh he's a plus 140 underdog. And this guy had a good showing in his debut against uh Ribovics, but uh then he missed weight and got destroyed by uh, Mateus Rebeki and uh his legs, you know, got so damaged from calf kicks that he could barely stand and uh his cardio looked really bad. Uh, he's a big, strong guy for sure. Very big for the weight class, muscle wise. And in his debut, he showed that if your takedown defense isn't up to par, he can take advantage of that. Um, hits real hard. Just he had nothing for Rebecca though at all, man. And, and so it comes down to you know how good how good this new guy is going to be. Uh, both these guys train at great gyms. Uh, Loik is at Kill Cliff, and Abdul is at Fortis. Uh, you know, close close to where I live, uh, over in Dallas. Um, and Loik Loik does have a, a lot of high level experience. He's fought in the PFL. Um, he has seven wins by knockout, five wins by submission. He's only been finished once, which was in his last fight. Um, I don't really think very highly of his striking, but he does have you know pretty big power. Um, it is hard to to go with a guy who just looked like he just did in his last fight. Um, so I would, I would expect Al-Sawadi to go out and attack those leg kicks as well. Um, Al-Sawadi is 28 years old. He's 5'8 with a 69-inch reach. He is 15-3, and and this is going to be his UFC debut. He's a minus one sixty favorite. Um, I think this guy has the longest name in the UFC, so he's got a you know a big advantage there. Um outside of the UFC, I, I think you know, outside of the UFC, I actually think Brave FC and, and M1 Global are where some of the more skilled fighters have come from in the past. Uh, this guy fought in Brave, you know, won five in a row and then he got knocked out twice. Um, all three of his losses have been by knockout, keep that in mind. Um he's coming off a win on the contender series over a twelve and one guy. Um, I think he was a big underdog there as well. Um, Aldil has eight wins by knockout, two wins by submission. He's really good at mixing in the takedowns. uh, Pressures forward, throws big shots. Uh, He just has to be careful rushing in, man, Uh, really in this matchup. Um, He was a big underdog in his last fight. Great footwork. Uh, These guys have the same reach. Um, Sawadi throws nice combinations, hits very hard, uses a lot of feints to set up his strikes. Uh, This is definitely going to be his toughest fight so far in his career. Uh, Great in-and-out movement. Uh, but this guy, you know, both these guys have been billed as wrestlers in the past, so um, I really don't, I expect that to kind of cancel, you know, themselves out and basically be a kickboxing match. And if that's the case, you know, from what I've seen, I've got a duel to win that, you know, with his speed and, and the striking advantage. He's more technical, he's more fast. Um, so I'll take him to win. I'll take him to win by knockout round three. Uh, once Loic is nice and tired, he's probably going to land a big shot and and put him out.
1: Next up, we got Muhammad Yaya taking on Brendan Marote. And
0: uh, Yaya is 29 years old. He's 5'9", with a 73 inch reach. He is 12 and four and 0 one in the UFC. He's a minus 125 favorite. Uh, yeah, this guy, uh, you know, in his debut against, uh, I guess he went into the, the debut with Trevor Peak, a favorite, and uh, Peak kind of beat him everywhere, man. And that was surprising because we've seen in the past that Peak has a lot of holes in his game and uh, Yaya couldn't capitalize on him, so um, Yaya does have seven wins by knockout, two wins by submission, um, he will have a three-inch reach advantage in this fight, um, his takedown defense didn't look very good in his last fight, I didn't really see much to like in that in that fight, man, he looked okay on the regional scene, fighting guys with bad records, um, he's been submitted a few times, was a nice body kick, um, he kept getting his legs swept out from under him when he got hit with a leg kick, so... You know, not much to like, uh, but he may be fighting somebody that's worse than he is. We don't really know. There's a lot of unknowns about, you know, Brendan Marote. And uh, Marode is 28 years old. He's 5'9", with a 70-inch reach. He is 8-2 and and 0-1 in the UFC, and he's a plus 105 underdog. Uh, this guy made his debut on short notice against Terrence McKinney and, and got beat fairly easily, fairly quickly. Um, I think McKinney would do the same thing to Yaya as well, though. Um, hard to say which one of these guys have fought the better competition. I guess Yaya comes from a more respected organization, um, Marot does keep his hands low sometimes. He has good power in his shots. Um, he trains with the New England cartel. Lots of good fighters have come out of there. Um, five wins by knockout, one win by submission. Um, he should look for the takedowns in this fight. Problem is he doesn't usually go out there and, and fight that way. He usually strikes and brawls with guys. Um, I had trouble finding any of his recent fights. The, the latest one that I could find was from 2020. Um, so it's really hard for me to say where he's at. Um, I guess, I mean, on paper, Yaya is supposed to be the better fighter here, but Depending on what the betting line does, if Yaya ends up being a huge favorite, I won't touch that line. Um, for now, I'll pick Yaya to win. But if Marot ends up being, you know, a sizable underdog, I'll probably take the value on him uh, in my parlays. You know, nothing straight up, no single bet on him. But but maybe in my big parlays, I'll take him as an underdog. Uh, but for now, I'll go with Yaya just because, uh, just because on paper he's supposed to be the one that wins this fight. But uh, yeah, I won't I won't be paying a high price for him. So. Uh, just a lot of unknowns when it comes to Moreau, man. He can come out of a completely different fighter and look great. We don't know, so let me know what y'all think. Next up, we got Javid Basarat taking on Eamon Zahabi. And um, Javad is, he's 28 years old. He's 5'9", with a 69-inch reach. He is 14-0. and And um, was he, 4-0 in the UFC? Three uh, zero and three oh uh, and one, no contest in the UFC. Um, he's a minus four fifty favorite. Uh, so I've made money in the past on both these guys. Um, I've had money on Zahabi in his last three fights. You know, some plus money as well. Uh, this guy has shown us, you know, he can do it all. Great wrestling, great kickboxing. Um, uh, we're talking about boss right here, by the way. Uh, this guy has shown us that he can do it all. Great wrestling, great kickboxing, dangerous submissions. Um, he beat a sixteen and zero guy in the Contender Series. Um, all his wins in the ufc have been by decision uh, but he has five knockouts and six submissions on his record um he will have a 1 inch reach advantage It's just it's too bad that his last fight ended the way it did um it's funny how it's never the guy winning you know the fight who can't continue from a shot to the nuts it seems to always be the guy who's getting his ass kicked um and he wasn't you know totally dominating that fight but he was ahead i think he won the first round i think he was you know on his way to to winning a decision um Javad throws great front kicks up the middle, you know, along with the oblique kicks, which is basically a front kick to your knee that hyperextends your knee, um, really good head movement, great footwork, uh, he's great everywhere, it just sucks that, you know, you know Henry, um, Victor Henry was, was his toughest opponent, and we didn't really get to see it all the way through, so, you know, other than that, his best win was over Tony Gravely, who's very tough, um. You know, Basterot's very accurate, you know, great striking, uh, g- great striking defense, avoids all the big shots for the most part. Um, he's got some really impressive numbers, man. Um, you know, 61% striking accuracy with 64% striking defense, uh, 50% takedown accuracy with 86% takedown defense, um, averages just over two takedowns per 15 minutes, lands on average 5.65 strikes per minute while absorbing only 2.50. Um, and he's taken on Eamon Zahabi, Uh I'm kind of secretly a big Aben Zahabi fan, man. Uh he's really kind of turned his career around. He had two bad two bad losses uh, you know way back in the day, and then since he's come back um after some time off, he's been putting together some some nice wins. Uh Zahabi is thirty-six years old, he's five eight with a sixty-eight inch reach. He is ten and two and four and two in the UFC. And he's a plus three fifty underdog. And I honestly think this guy is underrated. Um, you know, this is the brother of the guy who coached GSP this guy grew up in that gym, you know, from from the time he was real young. Um he hasn't been the most active fighter, but I think he's been working very hard and I think he's made a lot of improvements. Um he has some legit power in his hands, man, and 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 he will have that advantage in this fight. If he lands a big shot, Javid will probably go out. Um no doubt about it cuz I mean this dude hits hard. And I'm not saying that Zahabi's you know 3 fight win streak is super impressive as far as the opponents go. Um but but those two knockouts were legit, you know, um he knocked out uh Draco Rodriguez. Uh, Then he fought very safe against Ricky Tercios, you know, didn't play Tercios game, just fought smart, didn't get wild and just kind of countered and landed, landed shots and out volumed him. Uh, And then his, his knockout of uh, Archie long, uh, that was a nasty knockout. And, uh, you know, he has five wins by knockout, three wins by submission. He's only been finished once. Um, He's well-rounded, you know, he's great at fighting smart, great counter striking. Um, His team comes up with great game plans, man. There's no telling what they'll do here. Um, you know, he uses his jab very well. Hasn't really ever ever gone for takedowns in the UFC yet, but, you know, I guess why would you if you have that kind of power in your hands? Um, he shows 44% striking accuracy with 72% striking defense, which may be the best I've ever seen, or, or I think there's one other person on this card that has better than that, and those are the two most that I've ever seen as far as striking defense. Um, but if you watch his hands, the way he holds his hands and the way he deflects punches with his arms and stuff is very good. Um, you know Not a lot of people can do do it like he does. Um, He shows 75% takedown defense, um, lands 3.04 strikes per minute on average while absorbing 3.40. That doesn't line up with the whole, you know, 72% striking defense, so I wonder what that's about. Um, But he's barely ate any shots in his last three fights, so maybe that's why. Um, The line is so high on Boss Rot, there's not a lot of money to be made. Um, I agree, Javid has, you know, the advantages in a lot of areas. Uh, Zahabi does have the power advantage, um, and maybe even the striking advantage. Uh but uh, if Zahabi can can keep it on the feed, he could knock Javid out, but uh, I'm gonna pick Javid to win this fight by decision. Uh maybe get some takedowns and control time and win that way. But I'm gonna be uh you know, secretly rooting for Zahabi, man, and, and I'll probably make an underdog play um with Zahabi on it and maybe a couple other guys just in case something crazy happens. Uh, you know, for the value.
1: Next up we got Vinicius Oliveira take on Giannis Gomora. And Vinicius is
0: 28 years old. He's 5'9", with a 70.5-inch reach. He is 19-3. and 3, And this is going to be his UFC debut. Uh, he's a minus 177 favorite. And uh, this guy has 15 wins by knockout and 2 wins by submission. He's only gone to a decision twice. And uh, all three of his losses have been by knockout. So there's something to worry about there. But his chin looks pretty solid here lately. Uh, so, you know... What what does that tell you? You know that uh, that it tells you without even watching the tape. You know, looking at that, uh, this guy fights. You know, very wildly, um, brawls those big shots, those heavy shots. Um, he's fought some all right competition on his way to the UFC as well. Man, he hasn't. The guys that he's been beaten don't don't have terrible you know records. Um, he's going to have a one and a half inch reach advantage here. He's coming off a nasty knockout victory on the contender series. Um, did I just repeat myself? Probably. Uh, he throws shots from awkward angles, very creative. Uh, throws a lot of crazy kicks, jump kicks, and stuff like that. Uh, throws heavy leg kicks, switches stances a lot. Um, at times, he will swing like you know, real. Uh, he'll swing real wide, kind of like from the hip, uh, and and it leaves openings. So that's something to watch out for. Um, I don't think Grimora is going to be the one to take advantage of that. Um, you know, all fights. He fights very wild. He's very fun to watch, man. I mean, he's definitely not going to. Um he's gonna be a fan favorite for sure. Um his takedown defense has looked pretty good so far. If he tightens up some things, I would think he would be pretty unstoppable, man. And um he does have a loss on his record to Christian Quinones, who, who's had mixed success in the UFC. Um I'm curious to see how these guys size up to each other, man, since Giannis is coming down to, to one thirty five for this fight. Um you know, both these guys would be pretty big, Bantamweights. I mean, Oliveira looked like a really big I mean, he looked like a, a featherweight out there um, on his fight in the contender series, so Uh, and he's taking on Yannis Gamora. He is 29 years old. He's 5'9", with a 69-inch reach. He is 12-2 and 0-1 in the UFC. He's a plus-152 underdog. And uh, this guy's no joke either, man. He went 3-0 in Brave FC, uh, fought over in UAE Warriors, um, which is where Oliveira came from. Uh, So this is a fight that could have happened either way, even if these guys didn't go to the UFC. Um, Yannis has three wins by knockout, four wins by submission. He's coming off a loss to William Gomes in his debut. Um, he's a pretty pretty big featherweight himself, man. So I'd be interested to see him at 135. Uh, you know, he's a Frost Seams teammate. Um, he may have the cleaner, you know, less wild striking out of these two, but I expect him to look for for takedowns in this fight. Um, I don't like how he leaves his head and chin up on the center line. Um, if he can't get you know the takedowns, he will probably look to hold Oliveira up against the cage and wear on him. Um, I saw him fighting that way in a few fights, you know, on the regional scene. I just don't know if his wrestling is going to be good enough to get Oliveira down and keep him down. Uh, Now, maybe if he has better cardio, he can come on late in the fight. Uh, Most Oliveira's wins have been early finishes. Um, I'm going to be going with Oliveira here. I'm going to take the win by knockout round one. Um, I think he'll go out there and draw Giannis into a brawl and and land a big shot, probably. Um,
1: And it's going to be a big debut for him in the UFC, man. Next up, we got Joel Alvarez taking on Ludovic Klein. This is one I haven't even quite made my mind up on yet.
0: Uh, Joel Alvarez is thirty-one years old. He's six three with a seventy-seven inch reach. He is twenty and three and five and two in the UFC, and he's a minus one eighty favorite. Uh this is a fun fight, good matchmaking. Joel is Joel's a huge lightweight, probably the biggest in the UFC other than uh uh Bahamunda's, but Joel might even be bigger than him. I dunno don't, I, don't I mean as far as size wise, they're both the same height. Uh Joel has three wins by knockout and seventeen wins by submission. Um he's never won a fight by decision. Um his losses in the UFC were in a tough competition. Sarukyan and Ismagulov. Um he will have a four and a half inch reach advantage in this fight. And this this guy has gotten a lot better with his striking uh, good at time and knees when his opponents are coming in. Um, he has terrible takedown defense. I think he has 0% takedown defense. But, uh, you know, mostly because he doesn't mind being on his back. He's dangerous. He's submit a lot of people off of his back. Um, he was landing his jab a lot in his last fight on Mark D'Casey. Uh Likes to finish all his combinations with a kick. Um, if his takedown defense was better, he would be unstoppable, man. He's never, never defended a takedown in the UFC, man, but he has a 100% finish rate. So, I mean, it's like, it's a toss-up, man. Is that a good thing or a bad thing? Like, the more elite guys, you're probably not going to be able to submit them off your off your back. So, I mean, you're just going to get beat up for three rounds. Um, he's been known for his grappling in the past, but his striking has looked great. You know, in his last fight, it was looking good. Uh, that's why Mark Casey started trying to wrestle with him. Um, it will be interesting to see how this fight plays out. Uh, Joel shows 47% striking accuracy with 50% striking defense. Uh, never attempted to take down, like I said and has a uh, average fight time of 6 minutes and 44 seconds. i um, it's scary to put money on an incomplete fighter, man. Uh this guy This guy should be shooting takedowns and, and stuffing them, you know, and, and I have no doubt that that if um if this fight goes to the to
1: the ground, Alvarez will submit Klein, but will Klein be that stupid, you know, I I, I don't know. And he's taking on Ludovic Klein, he is uh, he's 29 years old, 5'7",
0: seven with a 72 and inch reach. He is 24 and one and four two and one in the UFC, and he's a plus 155 underdog. And uh, yeah, Klein is very fortunate that in his last fight as well, he fought another really tall guy. Um, you know, probably the two tallest guys in the lightweight division. Uh, so he's probably prepared for that. But Mahamundes is a is a, is a kickboxer type style. Um, not dangerous on the ground at all. Uh, Klein was gifted with that draw against Jai Herbert because he was getting his ass kicked in that fight. Um, he has a kickboxing background. Really nice striking. Eight wins by knockout. Eight wins by submission. Um, he has he has been submitted twice, and uh, once one of those was by Nate Landwehr. And I'm sure if Nate could do it, Alvarez could. Um, but he he's got he's got big power, even though he's only had one finish in the UFC, and, and he's made a lot of improvements. And and I've gone back and forth on this guy from thinking really highly of him to thinking he sucks, and then he came out and beat and beat my guy, you know, Ignacio Bahamondes last time out, and. You know, he definitely worked on his wrestling and his cardio. He's jacked and ripped, and uh, he's the more technical striker, you know, the more credentialed striker as well. Uh, Klein has been using a lot of wrestling, and he would be dumb to do that against Alvarez. Um, if he hurts Alvarez and follows him down to the ground, he'll probably get submitted. Um, he will have to make Alvarez stand up, man, and not and not do what he normally does and jump into that guard and and, and whatnot. But uh, I kind of want to pick Klein, because we just saw him beat up a guy this size easily. Um but like I said, it's two different styles of fighters. Um, I would say that Alvarez has the better wins out of these two, mainly the win over Tiago Moises. Um, if Klein fights smart, though, he could definitely win this. And I've been struggling with this pick, um, just mainly because it's hard to to pick a guy who has such terrible takedown defense, man. And uh, Alvarez, and and I know he's the favorite, um, but if Pl- if Klein goes out there and fights smart, I mean, I think I think Klein will probably unless he has trouble getting around the reach, I mean, oh man, I don't know. I think, I think Alvarez has a little bit more of a reach advantage than, uh, than Baja did. Um, I don't know that I'll include this fight on anything, man. Uh, I don't know that I'll include this fight on anything. I, I, I'm going to take Klein. I'm going to take Klein, man. I'm going to see if he, if he fights that same game plan, uh, minus, minus following him to the ground. Um.
1: Yeah, I'll take the underdog. Fuck it. He just beat up a tall guy. He might be able to do it again.
0: <laughs> Next up, we got uh, Umar Namagamedov taking on uh, Begzat Almakan Almakan Al- 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 Begzat Almakan. <laughs> uh. And uh, this is a. Interesting, man. That they're so desperate to to get um you know Nurmagomedov a fight that they're grabbing a guy that's uh, never fought in the UFC before and putting him in there. But I understand why uh, this guy's a big deal. You know, outside the UFC. Umur Nurmagomedov is twenty eight years old. He's five eight with a sixty nine inch reach. He is sixteen and zero and four and zero in the UFC, and he's a minus seven hundred favorite. And um, so it, I'm excited to, to finally see Umar get a fight again here. It's it's been over a year, um, but uh, like I said, it's just a debuting fighter. So I mean, uh, I mean if if everyone's gonna run from Umar and, and and then just give him a title shot, you know, fuck it, you know, he'll, we know he'll get there anyway one day. Just throw him in there, um, or or give him you know Vili or something, unless Vili don't want to fight him. Um. E- either way. Um, he has two wins by knockout and seven wins by submission. Um, he could do it all, man. And for everyone that thought he wasn't like a a great striker with the hands or whatever, he proved them wrong. You know, when he knocked out Barcelos, um, he has amazing kicks, great question mark kicks, uh, side kicks, really good, really good kicking with his lead legs. So a lot of people don't expect that and aren't used to that. It's hard to get a read on. Um, he's going to be the bigger guy in this fight. He shows seventy percent striking accuracy with seventy five percent striking defense. Um. You know, which which is a little bit higher than the one I said earlier. Seventy-five. I think the other one was seventy-two percent. His seventy-five percent striking defense, forty-five um, percent takedown accuracy with one hundred percent takedown defense. Uh, lands four point eighty-five strikes per minute on average while absorbing point seventy-three, which is the lowest number that I've ever seen. Um, averages four point twenty-eight takedowns per fifteen minutes with average fight time of seven minutes and fifty-four seconds. Um, Umar has the better kicks. He's probably better on the ground after watching the tape. Uh, you know, the wrestling's going to be there for him. And that's going to, that's how he's going to want to approach this fight. Probably. If he can, you know, if he can get the takedowns, um, and he's taking on Begzot almacon And he is 26 years old. He's five, seven. We don't have a reach on him for, for here. I forgot to get it. Um, when I was doing, doing the tape, um, he's 17 and one, this is going to be his UFC debut. He's a plus 500 underdog. And, uh, so I'm not familiar with this guy surprisingly or I wasn't. Um I guess he just kind of flew under my radar. Uh this is another guy coming out of uh, Kazakhstan and there's been a lot of them lately, man. And most of them have come from Brave FC. Um you know the the Brave FC organization which is which is one that I do pay attention to. Uh that's how I was familiar with some of the other guys that have been coming in, but this guy fought in Octagon. Um he had one fight in UAE Warriors. I just I just never caught him, man. So uh, I was a uh, I was a little bit surprised that I didn't know about this guy when I was watching the tape on him. Uh, this guy has actually fought a lot of a lot of guys with decent records. Um, this guy's a great fighter, man. Thirteen wins by knockout, two wins by submission. Um, you know, he's he's shown it all. You know, getting getting takedowns, using his wrestling in some of his fights. I went back and watched his last fight that went to decision. Um, he fought a, a fourteen and one uh, Moro Mastro Marnini. I don't know how to say his name properly, but. 14-1 um, and one guy, and Bezic dropped him twice in the first round, took him down several times. Uh, great trip and body lock takedowns. Um, his cardio looked great, didn't slow down in the third round. Um, great kickboxing. Uh, he's not invincible, though, man. And I saw him and I think, t- at least two, maybe three of the fights, I saw him get hurt a few times, uh, even dropped. And uh, he would just kind of turn around and use his wrestling to get the fight going back in his favor, and, and then he would end up getting the knockout, so... Um, yeah, he got dropped, but he would uh, he would reverse position, sweep, and, and wind up getting a takedown, catch his breath, and then knock the guy out in the next round. Um, and uh, yeah, so he has great ground and pound, and his one loss was by submission. He's currently on a nine-fight win streak. Um, if he has the advantage in this fight, um, he may be better with his hands, with his boxing, um, and he's probably got a power advantage. But, you know, Umar is, is hard to hit, and uh, it would be very, it'd be cool, it'd be dope if this guy, you know, came in, and beat Umar in his first fight in the UFC. You know, that would be crazy. Uh, the value is so high on this guy that there's no way that if I made an underdog parlay, I wouldn't put him in it, um, along with Eamon Zahabe. So I probably will be doing that. Um, and uh, I haven't actually made it yet, so I don't have it to show you guys yet. But I'll post it on my social medias uh, when I make it. Um, where was that? Where was that? Um, I'm picking Umar to win, obviously. I-, I think if he wins, it'll be by submission, probably like round three late. Uh but Umar needs to be careful, man, and take this take this guy down because this dude is no joke on the feet. Um, I think Bezcott has a great future in the UFC, win or lose, man. He's very exciting, looking forward to the fight. Um, Umar might have to make it a boring fight. We might not be able to get to see all the good things that, that Bescat or Bekzok could do. Uh, but uh he's gonna have a bright future in the
1: UFC. Very fun to watch. Next up we got Matt Schnell taking on Steve Ersig. And uh
0: Matt, Sch- Matt Schnell is thirty four years old. He's five eight with a seventy inch reach. He is sixteen and seven and six and five in the UFC, and he's a plus two fifty underdog. And yeah, Matt's got all the skills. He's got fast striking. He's got decent wrestling. Uh, but we've seen him finish both by submission and by knockout a lot in the UFC. And and he at times has really struggled to make weight and looks terrible at the weigh-ins. Um, had to shave his head to make weight before. Uh, you know he has a. Uh, which is could be why his chin seems to be, you know, so terrible sometimes. Uh, even in his last last win that he got um, over uh, who was that Shate? Oh, Sumadarji, Darji. Sorry, uh, different weight class. Uh, even his win over Sumadarji, you know, he uh, almost got finished several times, got dropped, and uh, ended up coming back, and getting the win. But uh, he has a good jiu-jitsu. Nine wins by submission, two wins by knockout, and uh, he will have a one and a half inch reach advantage. And, uh, he pushes a tough pace, man. I mean, he, he had, uh, you know, he had good takedowns, very dangerous off of his back, good ground and pound from top position, uh, good jujitsu. Uh, I think he's worked on his head movement, uh, or I hope he's worked on his head movement. Um, and he has a, he has a bad habit of when he gets rocked, he will just kind of wade forward and just brawl instead of trying to collect himself, uh, which is how he gets finished a lot. And, uh, you know, he's definitely fought the tougher competition out of these two. He always moves forward, uses a lot of pressure in his game plan. Um, hasn't fought in over a year. And I think Matt would do well to use his wrestling and jujitsu in this fight. Cause he does have great submissions. He just doesn't fight that way that often. Um, he may have a speed advantage in this fight Ursid seems to just have kind of good basics when it comes to striking. Uh, whereas Matt is more wild and explosive. Um, you know he shows forty percent striking accuracy with fifty six percent striking defense, forty four percent takedown accuracy with forty seven percent takedown defense. Uh, lands on average four point twenty four strikes per minute while absorbing four point forty six strikes per minute. And uh, as far as the striking, you know Matt's going to have to make this ugly and stay on Ursig. Uh, you know that's how Costa was able to land some big shots on Ursig in his last fight. Um, and uh, he's taking on Steve Ursig. He's twenty eight years old. Uh, 5'8", with a 68.5-inch reach. He is 11-1 and 2-0 in the UFC, and he's a minus 300 favorite. Um, he came in on his debut and, and fought you know David Dvorak, who's been up in the rankings for a long time and, and won dominantly. Um, we did see him have a little trouble against Costa last time out. He got clipped with some big shots. Um, you know He has good basics. Like I said, with his boxing, uh, not a big power puncher. Only one win by knockout, uh, but six wins by submission uh uses his jab very well, has good grappling, doesn't overthrow on his shots, knows when to use full power on his punches, uh great at flowing from one position to the other on the ground, uh has the cleaner more technical striking out of these two. Uh, he doesn't rush it, you know, even when he hurts guys, you know, he doesn't run in uh and, and get clipped with a big shot, you know. Um if, if you're standing at range and just trying to pick, you know, pick each other apart with Ersig back and forth, Ersig's going to uh, going to pick you apart. He's going to get the better of that um he fights well in the clinch good knees in close he's never he's never been finished um of course i'm going to be taking steve Ursig to win this fight um he may finally get a finish this time uh since matt's been finished a lot um so i'm going to take ursa to win i'm going to take him to win by knockout uh round two next up we got alex perez taking on muhammad Uh perez is 31 years old he's 5'6 with a 65 and a half inch reach he is twenty-four and seven and six and three in the UFC. Uh he's a plus two oh five underdog. And yeah, I don't understand how this guy is still so high up in the rankings at this point. Um he's had fight after fight fallout, hasn't fought in a year and a half, and he's on a two fight losing streak, uh, both of which ter- were to champions though. Um he was finally gonna fight Manel Kopp um last year, and then on the fight day he had medical issues and 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 didn't fight. Um he has five wins by knockout and seven wins by submission. Uh, everyone, every one of his UFC wins in the, uh, ugh, every one of his wins in the UFC have been over guys who are now cut from the organization. Um, his best win was probably over, uh, uh, For Formiga, hope I'm saying his first name right, uh, which was his last win back in, uh, 2020. Um, and he won that fight with leg kicks, man. So he does have good calf kicks. Um, his last two fights, he got taken down and submitted pretty easily. Or, or got his back taken or got the choke put in pretty easily. I think he was shooting a bad takedown on Figueroa, uh, stuck his head in the guillotine. Um, he has great calf kicks, like I said, uh, good boxing, very fast. Um, early on in his career, they were saying he was a wrestler. Uh, if he is a wrestler, he's got bad takedown defense and uh, bad submission awareness and defense. He's been submitted five times. Um, he may have the better striking and the power advantage on the feet, but I don't think he's going to be able to keep it there very long. Um, he does have nice head movement. I do like his striking. Uh, very aggressive, pushes a good pace. Uh, he shows 48% striking accuracy with 60% striking defense. Uh, 44% takedown accuracy with 78% takedown defense. Um, it says he averages 2.84 takedowns per 15 minutes. Uh, lands 4.67 strikes per minute on average while absorbing 3.14. Um, and it says he has an average fight time of 5 minutes and 48 seconds. And he's taken on Muhammad Mikaev. He is 23 years old. He's 5'7 with a 70-inch reach. He is 10-0 and 5-0 and and in the UFC, and he's a minus 260 favorite. Uh, I'd say jump on this price while you can. Um, he has one win by knockout and six wins by submission. Um, his wrestling and cardio are his best weapons, great submissions. Um, he's going to have a 4.5-inch reach advantage. Um, I think he's going to go out and get the takedowns and, and find a submission, man. It's pretty simple. Um, I don't think he's going to give Perez a chance to get going on the feet. Uh, Makai has been very active. He's probably got the, the best wrestling in the division. Um, he shows 51% striking accuracy uh, with 52% striking defense, uh, 53% takedown accuracy, which is, which <laughs> it doesn't say uh, what his takedown defense is on the UFC website, but uh, I believe he's only been taken down once in the UFC. I think Tim Elliott took him down once. Um, he averaged 6.47 takedowns per 15 minutes. Um and then, uh, which is a really high number, especially if you're like a prize picks guy, you can bet that on there, bet the over. Um, averages 1.29 submission attempts per 15 minutes. Um, I've got Makayev. The price is good. Jump on it while you can. Uh, I'm taking Makayev to win by submission round one, just like the last two guys that fought uh,
1: Perez. Next up, we got Eric Anders taking on Jamie Pickett. And... uh
0: Eric Anders is 36 years old. He's 6'1 with a 75 inch reach. He is 15 and 8 and 7 and 8 in the UFC. And he's a minus minus-330 favorite. Uh nine wins by knockout and one win by submission. Uh there is this is another like no brainer for me. Um Andrews is tough. He hits very hard. He's very athletic and explosive. Um he's got the better wins. He's fought the tougher competition. Um, even though he's had some losses, man, um, you know, some of those have been close fights. Uh you, you know, the Iron Turtle fight was a close fight. Um, he's really really well rounded, you know. He's rounded out his game. Um, he's been competing in grappling tournaments. Uh he honestly has all the advantages in this fight. You know, the better wrestling, fights well in the clinch, big power advantage. I-, I think he can do anything he wants in this fight. And uh this is gonna be a good fight, you know, to get him back in the win column. Um, I feel like his conditioning has gotten a lot better over his past few fights. He's really been showing that. Uh great elbows in close. I, I think he's only been finished once in the UFC and it was by submission by Andre Muniz. Um I think that's when he started really working on his grappling. Um, he's been coming in looking for the finish in his last few fights. It's been very exciting. Um, I'm a big Anders fan for sure. You know, great dirty boxing and close. Uh, he shows 48% striking accuracy with 50% striking defense. Uh, 24% takedown accuracy with 80% takedown defense. Um, lands on average 3.56 strikes per minute while absorbing 4.39. Uh, you know, some work to be done there. Um Says he averages 1.54 takedowns per 15 minutes as well. So I feel like that's an option for him in this fight. And he's taking on Jamie Pickett. He is 35 years old. He's 6'2 with an 80 inch reach. He is 13 and 10 and 2 and 6 in the UFC. And he's a plus 270 underdog. I feel sorry for this guy, man, because he just can't, hasn't been able to get it going in the UFC, man. His his two wins, uh, I don't think those guys are even in the UFC anymore. Um, He has eight wins by knockout and one win by submission. Um, he has been finished several times in the UFC. Uh, he is a big guy, though. He has a five-inch reach advantage in this fight. I just, you know, outside of landing him landing some kind of crazy kick or knee, I mean, it would have to be a big shot to put Anders out, you know, a very big shot. Uh, I don't see a way for him to get the win uh, in this fight. I, I don't see the, any of the, the advantages that he may have. Um, I'm sure he will have the speed advantage on the feet. He's probably faster. Maybe that would be something that comes into play but i just think andrews is going to go out there and bully him in this fight uh keep him up against the cage and beat him up until he ends up putting him away with something like a big knee or elbow
1: uh in close and, and i'm taking Anders to win this fight by a second round tko next up we got the co-main event vitor petrino taking on tyson pedro
0: and uh, Petrino is 26 years old, he's 6'2" with a 77 and a half inch reach. He is 10 and 0 and 3 and 0 in the UFC and he's a minus 260 favorite. Uh, so I think it's crazy how much success this guy is having and, and how good he is um, and how much better he's getting cuz you can tell he's still developing, you know, parts of his game. I mean he has that really big power in his hands but but not the most technical striking, but it, but it's getting better and better and and the Pragnio fight he was getting outstruck on the feet a little bit. So he took him down and dominated him on the ground and submitted him. Uh, he doesn't have a wrestling background, but his wrestling is like really damn good. And uh, a lot of that has to do with him being so strong. He could just kind of throw guys around like they're nothing. Um, seven wins by knockout, one win by submission. Um, he's also very fast and explosive. He's never been finished, even in a, even as an amateur. Um, you know, the guy that Petrino just knocked out beat Tyson Pedro, you know, Modestus Bukakis. And uh, he doesn't put out the most volume, but his punches count when he lands. Um, He was using his jab very well last time out. Uh, You know, this guy's the real deal, man. He's getting better and better, and he's fighting patiently, unlike most guys with that kind of power. Um, He has big advantages on the ground, and with his wrestling in this fight, Um, he shows 49% striking accuracy with 44% striking defense, uh, 71% takedown accuracy, which is a great number, and 68% takedown defense. Um lands on average four point fifteen strikes per minute while absorbing two point sixty-five. And he has an average fight time of ten minutes and fifty seconds. He's taken on Tyson Pedro. He is thirty-two years old. He's six three with a seventy nine inch reach. He is ten and four and six and four in the UFC. He's a plus two oh five underdog. Uh five wins by knockout and five wins by submission. Um he's never won a fight by decision. Uh he lost both times he went to, to decision and uh one thing I see immediately is all three of, you know, Tyson's recent wins have been over the worst guys in the division. Uh two of them for sure aren't with the UFC anymore. Um, you know, he fought uh a terrible, Harry Hunsucker, and uh, Anton Turkal. I don't know if they cut Turkal yet, but I know they cut the other two. Um uh he has, you know, big power, nice kickboxing, good submissions for a big guy. He will have a one and a half inch reach advantage in this fight. Um, his cardio looked terrible in the Bukakis fight, which is why he lost. Uh, Bukakis was way too fast for him. And, uh, I think Bukakis even might've got a takedown in that fight. I don't, I don't remember. Um, all of his wins have been by first round finish. Um, he may have the more technical striking out of these two. They both hit hard. Um, he has trouble with guys with good, you know, fast foot, you know, with good fast footwork. Sorry, I can't talk. Um, he shows 61% striking accuracy, which is a good number. Uh, and 55% striking defense, uh, 36% takedown accuracy with 53% takedown defense. Uh, He lands on average 3.11 strikes per minute while absorbing 2.53, and he averages just under one takedown per 15 minutes. Um, As well, he has uh, 1.17 knockdowns per 15 minutes as well. And uh, his average fight time is 6 minutes and 24 seconds. So, you know, the way that Petrino fights is perfect to beat Pedro, um, In my opinion, all Petrino has to do is get out of the first round. Tyson is dangerous on the feet early, uh, so Petrino needs to go out there, clinch, and, and either get the takedowns or hold Pedro up against the cage and just wear on his gas tank. Um, And then he can do whatever he wants after that. Uh, Tyson doesn't have anything off his back, I don't think. Uh, I got Petrino to win this fight by submission, maybe around two or three. Um, I think he's probably going to go out and look to use his wrestling. Um, You know, I mean, he might play around on the feet for a little bit, but uh Pedro is dangerous, so I think he's going to use his wrestling again and get,
1: get Pedro down and dominate. Next up, we got the main event.
0: <sighs> Woohoo. Right. Uh Zinio <laughs> Rosenstruck versus Shamil Gaziev. Uh Rosenstruck is 35 years old. He's six two with a seventy eight inch reach. He is thirteen and five and seven and five in the UFC, and he's a plus one fifteen underdog. And uh, once again, I don't understand this matchup or or why it would be the main event. I, I guess just because they're heavyweights. I, I don't know. Uh, this is only Gaziev's second fight in the UFC, and he's fighting this far up in the rankings. Don't understand that. Um, Rosenstruck has twelve wins by knockout. He's never won a fight by submission. He has a kickboxing background, uh, heavy hitter. He's been he's been taken down in the past and beaten that way. Um, I don't know that I believe that Gaziev's wrestling is as good as Almeida's or or Blades' wrestling. Um, but all it takes from Rosa Strike is is one punch, you know, and, and you're out. Um, he probably has the bigger power and then the better striking as far as the hands go. Um, he shows forty six percent striking accuracy with fifty five or forty five percent striking defense. Um, he's never shot a takedown in the UFC, and he has seventy four percent takedown defense. Uh, he lands on average two point eighty one strikes per minute while absorbing three point fifteen, and he averages one point fourteen knockdowns per fifteen minutes. Uh, and he's taking on Shamil Gaziev. He is. Uh, 34 years old. He's 6'4 with a 78 inch reach. Uh, 12 and 0 and one 0 in the UFC, and he's a minus 125 favorite. Um, he's two inches taller, but they got the same reach. Uh, I do think he's a lot faster with his strikes. Um, eight wins by knockout, three wins by submission. Uh, most of his wins have been quick first round finishes. Um, he's more well rounded. He can wrestle, but uh, I, I don't think he likes to wrestle. I think he gets tired. Um, in the past, people have kind of questioned his cardio. Um, I'm kind of tempted to pick Rosenstruck here. Um, it's a five-round fight, so if Gaziev can't get him out of there in the first few rounds, Rosenstruck may come in late in the fight and, and win. Um, on paper, Gaziev is a smart pick. It's a no-brainer. He's more well-rounded, um, and Rosenstruck has been beat, been taken down and beaten that way before. Uh, the price is good either way you go here. Um, I'll pick Gaziev to win by submission. I mean, that's the smart pick, the smart bet, um, but I'll probably— uh, I'll probably have like a reverse parlay and, and put Rosa Struke in there in a parlay um as well. Just, you know, something small. Uh maybe put him on the underdog parlay or something crazy like that. Um you because know, he I mean, fuck, he's been around, he's fought the tougher competition. Uh who's to say that, that uh he won't knock Gaziev out, man. So
1: and that's it for my uh for my picks, guys. As far as my bets go. My bets are,
0: um, I got a Vitor Batrino Victor and Mohammed Makayev, a uh, two-fight parlay. That's a minus 105, and that's a one-and-a-half unit play. Uh, I got a play on Oliveira at minus 165. That's a one-unit play. And then I got a three-fight parlay that's Eric Anders, Chris uh, and Leroy Duncan, and Ermaga Medov. Uh, that's a plus 117, and that's a half-unit play. And as far as parlays go, guys... I haven't actually got to put my parlays in yet because they don't have all the lines up on Bovada yet. I use Bovada for mostly for everything. Um, that's where all my money is at right now. Sometimes I use Bet Online, but I had pulled all my money off there a couple months ago, so I uh, I was able to screenshot you know a few and write down the odds and kind of tell you all the idea of what I got going. Uh, but I haven't actually got to put them in yet. Um, and the the first one is a five fight parlay. It's Duncan, uh, Petrino, Makaev, Eric Anders, Namagomedov. And uh that's a that's a plus three oh nine. And then to that I added uh Steve Ersig and Olivera. That's a plus seven seven eighty seven. Um and at this point I couldn't screenshot all these people in here at once, uh, but I was able to put them together and write the odds down so I could tell you. So I mean this this is a seven fight parlay. It's Duncan, uh, Betrino, Makayev, Anders, Nermagomedov and uh steve Ersig and Oliveira, and that's the 787 and then to that i added bassorat and al Sawadi, and that's a plus 1706 and then the last one i added gaziev and that's a plus 3151 and like i said i'm gonna have an underdog parlay at least something something ridiculous with like uh you know with beskot on it um and uh zahabi and uh i don't know if there's gonna be any other underdogs on there but I'm definitely going to have something with those guys on it just because it would be crazy to turn down those odds, um, with that value on it, you know? Um, and that's it as far as my, uh, as far as my picks go. And I don't think there's been any changes to the, uh, to the uh, UFC Mexico city card, um, Yeah, thank you guys so much, man, for for caring what I had to say. Thank you for watching. I appreciate every single one of you guys. Um, uh, I'll post some prop bets probably on my social medias, um, you know, the day before the fights or or whatever. As soon as I can, I will um, target some of them on here again, see how well we do. Um,
1: And I guess that's it for me, guys. Man, I hope you guys win some money. Uh, Y'all have a good one, man. I'm out of here.